Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome back to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel for today. We are focusing in on the U.S. consumer as we will hear from Sonny Mara from the UBS Chief Investment Office for an update on the holiday shopping season as we're making our way through the month of December. Sonny is the Consumer Discretionary Analyst with the UBS Chief Investment Office. He recently also authored a blog on this very topic, which can now be located up on UBS.com slash CIO for everyone's reference. Though, Sonny, thank you for joining us here in studio here in 1285. Looking forward to our conversation. Thanks, Dan, for having me. Good morning. Absolutely. So heading into the holiday shopping season, I know thinking about 2023, the consumer has been a bit of a bright spot for the U.S. economy. So I'm curious, Sonny, to hear about your expectations and how spending has been shaping up relative to those expectations. Sure, Dan. So heading into the shopping season, I thought it'd be a pretty solid season. And so far, it's shaping up that way. Not off the charts exceptional, but quite solid. No big drop off in spending that some were worrying about. So some stats. Over Thanksgiving weekend, online sales for Black Friday and Cyber Monday were up 8 to 10% year over year. That beat expectations. In-store traffic was also pretty decent. So the overall holiday spending online brick and mortar together has been fairly good. The calendar is also interesting this year, Dan. Christmas is on a Monday. So that gives the last full weekend of shopping before the big day. And so I think the finish to shopping season will also be pretty strong, kind of that weekend. And there might be a little bit of a lull in between. um, And that's just the best guess at this point. We'll see how it goes. The other thing is supply chains are pretty healthy now. They're back to normal. So the goods that we want to get for gift giving and so on, for the most part, are in stock. So there's no like this rush to buy that there was during the COVID years where you're worried about not getting delivered in time. You're worried about being out of stock, et cetera. Um, and, And the last thing I'll just say is that the consumer's shown a, a you know a willingness to spend on events and holidays throughout the year. If you think in the summer, you know Taylor Swift, Beyonce concerts, Barbenheimer, that kind of thing. The, it, when when there's things going on, this consumer is willing to spend, and holidays fits in with that. The National Retail Federation (NRF) expects holiday shopping to be up three to four percent this year, which is basically in line, kind of historically pre-COVID. If you look at like the five seven years before COVID, that was roughly the average. I think that's a reasonable. You know, a reasonable estimate. If I were to take an over and under that, I'd probably lean slightly over. Um, But yeah, so far, so good. Well, I'm glad to hear we have a few extra days. I still have some holiday shopping to do, though. Thank you, Sonny, for that background. So just running with what you mentioned just a moment ago, how consumers are spending a lot on experiences, it sounds like, thinking back to the warmer summer months. Where are those dollars going at the moment? Any popular items to make mention of this year? Sure. So yeah, like you said, there's definitely still this preference towards services over goods. So let's start there with kind of the first thing. So people are still spending on going out, travel, restaurants, experiences, etc. That's the one big bucket. Now within holiday shopping, that's more obviously goods related. And and within that goods kind of sector, the bigger ticket goods items, you know, appliances, patio decks, electronics, TVs, computers, the big stuff is still weak. And that's more kind of big ticket discretionary. The smaller stuff, which is more gift giving, that's been that's been okay. And the stronger areas here are really health, beauty, cosmetics. That's been kind of the, the number one area that's really been stood out. And maybe a little surprising to people, but apparel and accessories is actually doing reasonably okay as well. So pockets of apparel is doing pretty well. Weaker areas are toys and electronics. Electronics, one of the things is that we just haven't seen much newness. Like there's, there isn't like kind of this new hot thing you have to get in mm-hmm. electronics area. And on toys, you know, people are a little surprised. Like, you know, of course you're going to buy toys for your kids. But it's just that in the last few years, people really kind of stocked up, you know, like 
stuff like board games and so on fits in under mm-hmm. toys. So people might have bought, you know, five sets of board games when we were stuck at home during COVID and sure. now they don't need to buy anymore. So that's impacting overall kind of toy sales. Um, hot items, I mean, there isn't kind of this one thing that sticks out like the Elmo back in the day or, right. you know, um, there is a, there's kind of minor pockets. There was one that was going to hit the news, which was a, a hot Snoopy plush toy that's being sold at CVS. It's mm-hmm. like 14 bucks and mm-hmm. can't get it anywhere. It's like basically a Snoopy in a, you know, plush Snoopy in a puffer coat with a hat. It's a reasonable price. Yeah, it's a very reasonable price, like <laughs> sold out across all the CVSs yeah. people wanted. So that's one thing that pops up. But, um, you know, it, it's not like there's this, this one specific item this year that really, really has gotten people kind of riled up. The momentum of the U.S. consumer, you think about the year ahead, can it continue as we're speaking here on Thursday, December 14th, fresh off of the retail sales print for the month of November, that came in much stronger compared to consensus. So what are your expectations for the U.S. consumer, Sonny, as we're heading into 2024? Sure, Dan. So yeah, the retail sales print this morning basically jives what we're seeing on the ground on the micro level. Um, so I, I, you know, going into 2024, I think the consumer is actually in a very healthy spot and, and probably healthier than people perceive. And, and really, it's pretty straightforward if you just walk down the reasons. Unemployment is extreme, is extremely low, you know, um, and real incomes are actually rising now because inflation is coming down pretty quickly and wages are kind of staying, you know, roughly wage growth is staying roughly in line. And so... Um, and also there's excess savings stills. Um, so bank account balances are higher than they were pre-COVID. Now, it's coming down slightly, but it's still there's still this, this stock of excess savings. Consumers also feel very wealthy. Look, house prices are up 40% plus since 2019. Stock prices are back almost at all-time highs. So there's this wealth effect as well. And on the debt side, um, most of the debt for the consumer is termed out. I mean, it's most of it's mortgage debt. Most of that's locked in at low rates. And so you don't have this, this interest rate sensitivity for the consumer is quite low right now. And that's part of the reason, even as the Fed got aggressive and raised rates pretty aggressively over the past year, um, the rate sensitivity on the consumer just wasn't that much. You didn't see this big slowdown that people were worried about throughout the year. And I think that kind of essentially continues that that the consumer holds up. I mean, all the worries, it was rates, then it was the regional banks earlier, you know, earlier this year in March, then it was student loan repayments in the sure. fall. There's always been some worry about the consumer. And I think that's always been overblown, essentially. I mean, none of that by itself is enough to dent overall consumer spending, which drives the vast majority of the economy. And so you need something much bigger. You need a combination of things at once. And the only things I could think of is really you need something that caused essentially job losses and unemployment mm-hmm. to go up, or you need real kind of wealth destruction. If you don't see one of those or both of those, I think consumer spending will hold up pretty well into 2024. Well, I, for one, will be making my way to my local mall this weekend to (laughs) put some consumer spending dollars to work. It is encouraging to hear about the U.S. consumer heading into the new year. Sonny, happy holidays to you, and thank you for dropping by the studio for the update today. Thanks for having me, Dan. Happy holidays. Thank you, Sonny. Again, today we have been speaking with Sonny Mara, Consumer Discretionary Analyst with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Again, I do want to highlight Sonny's blog. Title is Holiday Spending. That was authored back on November 28th. Is available now up on UBS.com slash CIO. Though for clients of UBS, please be sure to reach out to your UBS financial advisor if you would like to receive a copy of the blog directly. From UBS Studios, I'm Dan Cassidy. Thank you for joining us.
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.